We have got Daniel Elmore from Telqua, BC. He's hanging out uh, way over south of the border, MX these days. He did something kind of exciting. Uh, his first one in the XC2, the 250 Pro Class. Daniel, you raced round one of the GNCC series. Uh, man, thanks for chatting with us here today and talking about it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, I guess I guess the first question is, uh, where are you right now, and how the heck are you feeling today? Uh, I am back at south of the border. We got back la last night about 9 o'clock. I'm pretty sore this uh, today, honestly. It, it was rough. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think uh, I just kind of looked on... Uh on uh, Google Maps there and stuff, and you kind of go below Charlotte to get there. It's about a three-hour drive, right, to Union, South Carolina? Yeah, it's about two hours and 40 minutes, so oh, around then. Okay. All right, well, um, I mean, the first question is, uh, of course, I just asked you a second ago here before we started recording, but uh, this was your first pro-level event in the 250 class, but it's not your first GNCC experience. Uh, tell everybody what uh, you have done one before, right? Uh, yeah, in uh, 2021, I hit the Camp Coker GNCC. It was only like a 20-minute drive, so made a last-minute decision to do it in the 258 class. So, Okay, and how did that go? Uh, it went well. Aside from a really bad crash and a flat tire, I still managed 16th, so it was all right. <laughs> okay, I imagine we talked about this, but I've uh, it's kind of slipped my memory. But uh, Okay, so you, I was speaking of memories, you must not have a great memory because you went and lined up for another one. When did you... Uh, this was your plan? I mean, uh, what's going on here? What are you doing out there on a 250 for one thing and then racing pro GNCC? Um, it's been something I've wanted to do for a couple of years now. I just never really got around to doing it, mostly because of insurance. We couldn't find an insurance provider the last couple of years that was cheap enough to even bother getting huh. to go racing. So this year we found one that was a good price. So I finally am able to hit them. So. Um, I had my old 2021 race bike, which was a YZ250F. It had 70 hours on it. So I dusted that thing off, put some handguards on it, and uh, went over everything and got it ready to race. So that's when I raced yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Now, what's, uh, what's the plan? Is the plan to do more of these, or what, uh, was that a one-off, or what's going on? Uh, the plan was to do the first six rounds. I wasn't sure if I was going to do Florida because it's like a six-hour drive. I still haven't decided yet. I still got two weeks to figure that out, but I would like to hit that one and the next five. Hopefully, we'll see. Oh well, that's the only one I'm going to be able to be at. So you better go do the one in uh, Hog Waller <laughs> in Palatka. Yeah, we'll be trying. Okay, cool. There's all kinds of other racing to going on down there that weekend too. Are you uh, interested in anything else, or uh, are you going to focus on some off road? Are you going to do some moto? Um, I, mean I had the uh, I got a set of Supercross suspension for that bike actually from 2021. <laughs> So Continue. I'm not sure yet, but uh, I don't know. I might. I was considering hitting that arena cross round Friday night in uh, Florida. Right, right. Because, uh, yeah, for those listening who aren't uh, sure, uh, normally people go Thursday, go to Tampa, do that uh, kind of kind of supercross, kind of a hybrid track before going to Daytona. But this year it's uh, AMA Arena Cross has jumped in. They're doing Amateur Thursday, Pro Friday. Then we have Supercross Saturday, GNCC Sunday, and then amateurs on Monday. That's kind of my schedule. So it's five days in a row. There's all kinds of stuff this year at uh, Daytona. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, it's a busy week. Yeah, it is a busy week. I know. <laughs> I know. It kind of scares me when I say it out loud. Yeah. But uh, arena cross. So you would, uh, I mean, you haven't done an American, like AMA arena cross before, have you? Nope. I've never done anything of the sort, but 
Yeah, like I said, I have no clue. It was just a thought that I actually thought of this morning, so <laughs> I have no idea at this point. So. so you thought about AMA Arena Cross, not Daytona Supercross? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't have the experience to go race the Supercross track yet, I don't think. Maybe in the coming years, but not quite yet. All right, okay. But uh, All right, yeah. well, it's cool that you're down there. Who's who's with you down there as SOB? Uh, just my brother, Oren, right now. And then uh, my youngest brother and my mom are probably coming in about a month for him to train for a month as well. So There's a third brother. I didn't even know that. Yeah, there is. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Gideon. Daniel, Oren, and Gideon. Interesting. Okay. Yep. You got the most, uh, the most, want to call it normal name? What, uh, what, what, what's going on there? I don't know. It wasn't my decision. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, okay. So cool. So you're, how, how are you like SOB, by the way? I mean, that's obviously where the PRMX guys all hang out. Are you hanging out with some Canadians or what's going on? Uh, there's not actually very many Canadians yet. I've, I've seen Rempel around. I haven't actually got a chance to chat with him yet, but I know he's here. Okay. He's the only one I think that's actually Canadian here so far. I know the De Silva's are coming. I think early March. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. Michael wants uh, to take a full run at it again this year. Yeah, that's what he told me. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, okay. So now we talked about uh, you grabbed your 21 Yamaha 250 to do this. What and you said you prepared it a bit. What uh, what all did you have done to it to make it uh, ready for a GNCC? Honestly, not really anything. I had a stock <laughs> gas tank on it, which kind of hurt me a little bit. But uh, I just threw some handguards on it, and uh, honestly, that's all. <laughs> like your gearing and stuff like that? I guess 250 is not so bad. I mean, 450 is a bit different out there without doing anything to it. But uh, was it manageable on those trails? Uh, it was all right. I had uh, MX-32 tires on it. Those were kind of... They were a bit slick on the roots and such. I'd like to get some more off-road tires for the next round, but it, it did the job. It was all right. Okay. Now, I'm assuming, and uh, oh, but by mentioning Oren, I'm sure Oren was your pit crew? Uh, yeah, he was on the side of the track with the gas jug. Stop every two laps. <laughs> you had to stop every two laps? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, talk about that. How did your pit, pit, go? I mean, your pit stops go? Obviously, you didn't, I'm assuming you didn't have a quick fill or anything, did you? No, not at all. Had to pop that little Yamaha cover off and then open the gas cap every time. So <laughs> I'll see what I can come up with in the next two weeks, see if I can get something better. But. Now, okay, so you're out there for three hours and, well, basically three hours and 23 minutes. What, uh, what were you doing for, like, nutrition and drinking and all that kind of stuff during the race? Uh, I, I just had uh, two and a half liter hydration pack during the race with lemon water. That's about all I had during. And then I had three bananas in the one hour leading up to it so that, that was the key i think yeah and you felt okay like that physically oh uh, yeah i felt decent i mean obviously i only have had four days on a dirt bike in the last four months so <laughs> the whole idea looking back on it now was kind of insane for me to even try to do it but um <laughs> all things considered it went about as good as it could have gone so Okay, well, well, tell us, I mean, you, okay, so you got a, a new Yamaha 450 to get ready for the Canadian Triple Crown Series this year. Uh, you go down to south of, the, south of the border. What were you doing for, tra like, four days? Were you doing trail stuff? What were you doing? No, I rode the sand track last Tuesday. We got rained out Monday, our first day. That was, <laughs> that, that was fun. <laughs> and then Tuesday, I rode the sand track, and then we just rode the front track here at south of the border for three days until Friday. Were you putting in like so, uh, enough like 
time on the bike to like have to refuel and everything? What were you doing? <laughs> no, the longest moto I did all week was a 20 minute moto. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm asking you these questions because I had the feeling this is what you're going to say. So you basically, you were not ready to go do a GNCC. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about uh, gripper seat and stuff like that? How's the butt today? Uh, it's a little sore. It's not, not as bad as I thought, but <laughs> no. Okay. Well, man, you got, okay. You got to take us through the day. Like how much of the track course did you see? Did you get out there? How, like, tell us about the, the race day. Like what did you do getting out there to see the course? Um, so that's another thing we left. <laughs> I left here at about seven thirty, and I mean, I kind of knew how to like sign up and stuff, but like it, the, those events are complete chaos. There's like 5,000 people there trying to park and stuff. So I didn't get to the place till 1030. And by the time I got signed up and parked and everything, it was already 1130. So I did not look at a single piece of the track before I, before I rode. So like I had to get Oren to like hold my bike at the start line. Then I had to route the track to see which way the start turned. So <laughs> you seriously, you, what you, he held your bike while you went to the first turn to see where the heck it went. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh man, I love this story. <laughs> okay, well, well, take us through it, man. What did like were you were you gonna try for a whole shot, or were you just kind of like gonna blend in? What did you do? I was gonna go for it, but uh, I don't. I assume you know this, but the older Yamahas don't like to start very well. <laughs> so I was actually like, it took like literally like two or three seconds for a team to fire up. So I was, I was second last off the start. So maybe that was good. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I, I there was only 15 guys, and I finished 13th, so I, it was probably a good thing I didn't get started, because otherwise I would have hold everyone up. So, all right. Well, well, tell us, like, take us through the race. Like, what? How did it go? Did you have any crashes? Were you okay? What? How did it go? <laughs> um. So about 10 minutes in, I got crazy arm pump. <laughs> 10 minutes which, in. Yeah, only 10 minutes. I was <laughs> hanging with everyone till that point, but I got pumped up and then I just had to slow down. Otherwise, I was going to whiskey throw it in a tree or something. But um, so I loosened up about probably about two laps in and then three laps. I hit like I was like real smooth, real consistent for like three laps. I started like pacing the other guys and Somewhere in there, I hit a tree really hard and crashed, but I can't remember when that was. <laughs> but uh, the last lap and a half was just miserable. My hands were destroyed, and I could not hang on. So that was my slowest lap by far. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, I saw that blister. If you go to uh, Daniel's Instagram page, check out that palm blister. Youch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my hands were on fire, that's for sure. Oh, okay. Um, what was the temperature like? I mean, I watched the, uh, the, obviously on racer TV, they televised the pro race and stuff like that. They, they weren't concentrating on you. I'm afraid though, to tell you, Daniel, we didn't see you too much out there at all. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured. But. <laughs> so, okay. So you're out there. I mean, um, did you feel comfortable? Was there a section where it was kind of a little motocross like, and you felt good or how'd it go? Uh, no, it actually kind of caught me off guard because, like, the only one I'd done was Camp Coker, and that one was kind of more – it felt more like a motocross track. It was, like, s smooth ruts with a bit of chop. It wasn't crazy. This one was just insane chop everywhere, rocks, roots. It was it was pretty crazy. So I, I felt really uncomfortable the first couple laps, <laughs> and then I started to figure it out, and then once I really got it figured out, my hands were destroyed, so – <laughs> so what, uh, what I mean how soft was your suspension what did you do like were you like okay I gotta get this thing set up for enduro or what, what did you do um I kind of just 
threw it together honestly i didn't really have anything prepared the suspension i have on the bike was from two years ago it's been like serviced and stuff but uh i was only 140 pounds back then i'm 165 now so it worked pretty well for the chop and stuff it was a lot softer than my moto setup so it seemed to work well i mean i don't really know how it's supposed to work because i i've never really done this stuff before but as far as i know i I liked it so (laughs) right for anyone for anyone who hasn't done it i mean i did a couple back in the day uh some off-road if you haven't done one it's just it's hard to explain kind of what it's like it's just it's it's not about spectating either these races are amazing like you said there's like five thousand people in it it's just all about the riders everybody does it it's kind of a it's really strange but uh it's it's kind of miserable was it kind of a the track was there any i mean it's gncc so it's not like a hard enduro it's a bit different did they add any tricky sections any mud holes anything strange so this uh the big buck gncc there's actually like this popular hill climb where you can like it's like there's a roundabout but the roundabout's like an extra 10 seconds so you can hit this like gnarly hill climb <laughs> all the pros are doing it. that's where all the fans gather actually oh, okay so that, that part was tricky i got it clean every lap except one i hit a kicker and flew sideways and got stuck and like 10 10 fans piled on the track and drug me and my bike all the way to the top it was pretty cool but that's uh, amazing no yeah. no big no water holes i didn't add water anywhere uh, there was two creek crossings, so those got pretty rutted up, but it wasn't too bad. <laughs> now, how about, Tom? Um, I mean, what I noticed, you know, again, who cares what I noticed, but I, what I noticed was uh, really impressive. Like, the, their styles aren't great, they look bad, their gear doesn't match, but man, these guys just fly through the trees, and it's just a different skill set, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, like the pace, I, I was running their pace for like 10 minutes. I mean, I know I'm not in shape or anything yet or in no no state to, like, compete with them at this point. But, like, the fact that they can do that for three hours is insane to me. But maybe I'll get there one day, but not yet. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, I just think it's important. I think everybody out there, I mean, obviously, we the motocross crowd is listening here. But, uh, go, man, just sign up for one, man. It's, it's just great. They're just You show up. It's all, all you, you don't wait around at all. You get there, you race, you go home, right? It's like the, it's a pretty uh, cut and dry day. Yeah, exactly. It's actually kind of nice. You just unload your bike, race, pack it up. You don't have to wash it, do the air filter during the day or anything. So you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Oh, man. What did Oren think? Did he t- was he telling you to go faster? Was he telling you just – was he helping? Uh, he, he's always telling me to go faster, but <laughs> – <laughs> what, uh, what color plates are on his bike now? Is he – what's he got? Uh, he's intermediate again. Oh. So, like, last year he didn't really race. He actually didn't do a single race last year. He was hurt. So. Right. He's, uh, his plan is to do intermediate class at uh, West Can, East Can, Trans Can, and do all the nationals in the 250 class. So Okay, cool. All right, yeah. well, okay, so you were 70th overall, uh, 13th in the XC2. Um, we're talking to you the day after it happened, and it sounds like you're already uh, okay with racing another one. You're like, uh, you're ready to go. Yeah, I was uh, definitely not happy with the 70th overall i think i can cut that in half or less so i will uh at least hit two more i know that for sure i want to hit all five but we'll see where that goes okay well yeah i mean you got to try to make the six hour drive down to palatka yeah i'll give it a go i heard it's all just whooped out sand rollers which sounds insane for three hours but i'm willing to try oh man i haven't been to well i haven't been to many gnccs i've been to that one like nine times it's uh i've seen it where like you say there are people throwing 
you know, hooks down to grab people's bikes. I've seen people knee deep in mud and water. I've seen it dry. I've seen, it's just, uh, it's crazy. It depends. You, you can either have tons of water crossings or it can be dry. It's just, uh, it's pretty intense. Uh, maybe I'll look at the weather forecast before I pack up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. If it's dry, they'll add water. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. Okay. So, uh, okay. So you, you're happy you went and did it. Like you say, you're going to do the whole, you want to do the five of them. So you're, uh, this, uh, can Sick. you see, can you see this as something as maybe after moto is done, you would do something like this or do you want to combine, keep combining it? Um, that's the goal I want to, uh, cause obviously GNCC doesn't really pay their pros at all unless you're on a factory team. So what I'm trying to do is get as close to the factory guys and maybe beat a couple by the end of this. So okay. I can uh, start chatting with a couple teams maybe, but we'll see. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, okay. So you're, uh, obviously you're taking the day off today, I'm assuming. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I did not ride today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you've just been, uh, have you been tempted to go ride the supercross tracks over there? Or you've been riding just moto. Uh, I took a look at them. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Obviously my bikes, but my 250 is pretty outdated and I'm don't have suspension for my 450 and I have no desire to ride a 450 on that stuff. So <laughs> we'll see. I might decide to in the next month or so. Right. Okay. Well, okay. So the big news is, um, you know, your former team uh, full, you know, closes its doors. You're kind of left, uh, the music stops. You got no ride. Uh, tell us about how this kind of, you know, you got a Yamaha deal going for you. You still got the uh, Charlie designs, I believe, um, heading into this next year. Um, so that's one thing that is not confirmed yet. I have signed nothing as far as gear goes. Oh, I'm just using my leftovers oh. at the moment. Oh, sorry. But uh, I could be in Charlie Designs. I have no idea at this point. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I got the Yamaha. I've I took me a long time to try and figure out what was going on. I obviously had the hopes of getting on a team, and then there was talk with Cowie and stuff, but that didn't work. But um, yeah, I got a Yamaha from one of my old sponsors as a kid from Ken's Marine and Terrace. They um they helped me out a lot. They don't need to. Cause it honestly, it does not benefit them really whatsoever. They just enjoy helping me out. So <laughs> I appreciate them a lot, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I'm pretty disappointed with how everything's going. Right. As far I mean, as Canadian moto is, yeah, how seemed... moto is, but, um, it is what it is. I'm going racing this year for sure. I have zero plans after that, but we'll see what happens. Okay, so obviously you said uh, I'm assuming you and Oren are going to be just traveling across in some kind of a some kind of your trailer and stuff like that. What's what's that plan? Uh, that's right, and um, I have no clue what I'm going to do for mechanics, but uh, my brothers might fly out for one of my brothers might fly out for a couple rounds. Stay. My girlfriend was thinking of doing the same thing, but we'll we'll see. It's obviously pretty complicated to organize all that, but with everyone trying to work and such at the same time. Back it up here, girlfriend. <laughs> wait a second Dan you can't just sneak that in there okay whatever <laughs> all right all right okay is she from BC Ah, uh, yeah okay all right excellent okay so uh, I mean yeah I mean obviously you mentioned uh, I, I was hearing too that uh, you could have had kind of a little bit of a side deal on the uh, the Kawasaki team there uh, just wasn't going to make sense to you is that is that what happened uh, pretty much. I, I appreciate the effort everyone put in to try and make it happen, but it it just yeah, it sounds bad, but it just wasn't good enough of a deal to commit to anything, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I mean, so, I, think, I, I think what you mean is 
people can offer you things, but when they offer you things, it also has other commitments to things that you can't do that you, maybe you could do on your own. You know what I mean? If you're completely on your own, so you got to be careful, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I'm in contact with a couple teams overseas and such, and I wouldn't want to be stuck in Canada on not very good of a deal. Right. And, and turn something like that down. So that, that's what I was thinking at the time. And I, I mean, I got the Yamahas for pretty much almost the same deal anyways. So it's, it's, it worked out. Okay. Okay. And you're going to be on Yamaha. So what happens if Kevin Tyler eventually finally does come calling? I would sign the deal the same minute. <laughs> nice. I know. <laughs> it's so tough. Eh? Like, I mean, for teams to get their deals, they need someone who can compete with Dylan Wright. And I mean, it's not easy to find someone who's going to challenge Dylan. Yeah, I mean, unless you can come up with two, three hundred grand, I don't think you're going to find anybody. So that's just the way it is. Yeah, no, it's tough. And that's kind of everybody has to wait till someone makes a move. And that's what everybody's trying to do. And it's like, well, what are we going to do? We got to beat this guy. Yeah, well, good luck. You got to go up to pretty much a factory guy down south, like you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's cool to hear, though. So, uh, Kevin Tyler, I'm sure I know you're listening to this. So if you're listening to this, Daniel, still. Hey, what about this, though? Um, you're. The guys love you at Club MX. Now you're not at Club MX this year. Uh, yeah, it was – I enjoyed my time there. I appreciate them. They helped me a lot. But it uh, it's just too expensive, man. I, oh. I can't afford to throw money around unnecessarily. So it's like a third of the price here. So okay. that's a big factor. Okay. Are you in your trailer or do you have a little one of those little hotel room type things? I we, Me and my brother got one of those little rooms and split the cost. So it's only like – 300 a month so it's pretty oh, wow. good seriously that's good yeah and it's kind of I, I just find that place so interesting man i just kind of walk around looking at looking at the different things and <laughs> buying shot glasses or any kind of little silly little memorabilia <laughs> have you gone to have you gone into a little re mexican restaurant or what do you do where are you eating and stuff uh we mostly cook ourselves okay. we've gone to the little taco shack down the road and all that stuff it's it's an awesome little town it's a lot of fun so okay all right. Well, um, man, so what? Uh, how long are you going to stay down there? I mean, obviously, if you're doing the, some of the GNCCs, you're going to be down there a while. Yeah, I plan on staying till April 26th, and then there's a GNCC in Indiana on the 28th. So I want to hit that one on the way home. It would save me, like, 15 hours of driving. So it would be a perfect time to leave. So Okay, so you're, uh, you're there for a while, for sure. Yeah, about another... I guess another two months about, I think. Okay, yeah. so is that much? So you'll head all the way home before uh, the Canadian stuff starts? Yeah, I'm hoping to get in a month of work beforehand to oh, put on yes. a little change in my pocket to go racing. So. <laughs> I guess. And I know we've talked about this before, but uh, tell everyone what, uh, what is it you do for uh, work when you need it? I work in the logging industry. I got my, I operate power saw. I operate skitter. I work on equipment. I basically do whatever's needed, so... Okay, so is that like out in the out in the woods, or are you in a mill? What do you, where are you? Uh, it's out in the woods, wherever we're working at. So okay, like are you up are you up the trees, or what? Uh, I don't know really much about the logging industry. <laughs> no, I, I don't climb the trees. It's all on the <laughs> ground. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, man. Well, uh, dude, I, yeah, I just kind of wanted to catch up with you there. Just uh, obviously, everybody's kind of wondering what's going on with uh, several things in Canadian Moto as far as rides and teams and things are are going so it's cool to hear that you're actually no matter what happens you're out there putting it down and getting out there doing some races yeah for sure i made the decision a couple months back to give it 100 percent one more time and go from there 
don't uh, want to leave any regrets. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So, I mean, judging from that, I'm getting the feeling like, okay, you, this year you're going to put everything you have into it. If nothing comes of it the following year, you're going to kind of have to make some decisions. Is that what you're telling us? I think so. I mean, I don't, I think I would for the coming years anyways, I'd probably race the national series. It's only like two months and I can still work Okay. eight, eight, 10 months of the year. But uh, if nothing happens, I think this is probably my last year for training and actually like making sure I'm doing everything right every year. Is if you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, hey man. Um, yeah, two weeks. I want to see you down there in uh, in Florida. I hope you. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll be there. You'll be ready. I'll try and be there. Can't guarantee, but I'm like. 80% sure I'll be there. So <laughs> I'll take 80%. I'll take it. I'm only 80%. <laughs> I still drive, still driving the van, man. I'm, I'm, I'm barely 80%. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you kind of mentioned a couple things, but do you want to uh, thank anyone here before we let you go? Get, go get back on the couch. Oh uh, yeah. Obviously uh, Steve Sims for all the help last year and for trying to, trying to put a Cowie deal together. I appreciate that a lot. And uh, as well as Ken's Marine, Ryan over there, he uh he helps me out in any way he can he got me this deal on the yamahas he's trying to get me gear deals he's, he's trying to do everything so and they don't have to do that like i said so it's just out of the kindness of their heart it, i really appreciate all that and uh obviously my parents for uh helping out all these years and yeah skip tooth forestry north country rentals and that's about all the sponsors i got put together for this year so far definitely have some more coming i'm sure but well, that's all I got for now. <laughs> hey, I tell you, if anyone's listening to this, come on, let's set this guy up with a for GNCCs. Let's get him a tank, a big back wheel, tire, you know, get them all set up here. Oh yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Daniel. Well, uh, thanks for talking with us, man. It's always fun to talk to someone when they do something like this the first time. And and like I say, if anyone out there is listening to this and is considering doing it, man, just go sign up for a local uh, enduro, whatever the heck, uh, off road race, man. It's uh, it's it's pretty wild experience. Yeah, for sure. It's it's no pressure either. It's a it's a really awesome environment. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, if not, uh, good luck with getting ready for the rest of them, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Okay, Thanks so see much. You, Daniel. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. All right.